day, everybody. You got Jada here from Republica FM One, and welcome to another episode of Young Ones. In this episode, we are going to meet two more FOI Youth Ambassadors, and they are going to tell us what their programs are and how they plan to promote these programs towards the end of the school calendar. That will be a constant, you know, in their respective schools. In the future, and of course, Young Ones Season Two is in partnership with the FOI Youth Program. Let me introduce you to our co-host for the second season, Training Specialist Two of the FOI Youth Ambassadors Program. Let's all give a warm round of applause to J Daniel Echeverria. <laughs> hello, Miss Jada. Hello, hello, Youth Ambassadors that we have today, and hello, Young Ones. Welcome to. The season two of this show. Hello, Daniel, and uh, thank you so much once again. I can't thank you guys enough for joining us in this season. Now, what does the FOI Youth Ambassadors Program have right now? Is there anything that uh, you want to share or announce to everybody who's watching? So first, I want to share something. So we're cooking something for the FOI Youth Ambassadors Program. So we're planning to include data management as one of our um, included trainings. So for the FOI Youth Ambassadors Luzon Camp, we will um, actually we're just um, in the process of uh, doing the partnership with the concerned organization. But yeah, I would just like to share it with the Youth Ambassadors that they will have a data management training um, on the way. And for those who are interested to be an FOI Youth Ambassador of their university, just email us at foi.pco at gmail.com. So that's it, Ms. Jada. All right. Thank you so much again. A special shout out to Yusek Chris Ablan for uh, lending me <laughs> Daniel yes, for season two. <laughs> okay. So, uh, Daniel, why don't you introduce uh, one of the two students who will be joining us this afternoon or today? Okay, so he's from the north. So he's an incoming medical student, BS Nursing Magna Cum Laude. And student, yes, <laughs> and student council president at University of Northern Philippines. So we'll be having Jed Tristan Quinto. Hi, Jed. Say hi to everybody. Hello, everyone. I'm Jed, and I'm from Vegan City, Luxor. All right, so uh, we'll be talking to Jed later on and his experience. He's graduating this year. He's actually marching, literally marching. So we'll find out more about that later on. And next is if, if Jed is from the north, this one's from the south. So if you're watching Game of Thrones, the reference would be he's Jon <laughs> Snow and this one's a Targaryen. Okay, uh, he is the founder and executive president at Beagle University Hosting Guild, former chairperson and student regent at Beagle University, University Student Council is taking up AB Political Science. We don't know if he's graduating with honors or even marching this school year, but we'll find out later on. Uh, let's welcome Vince Joseph Vibar. Hi, good afternoon, everyone. So are you graduating with honors yeah. or are you graduating? I'm, I'm an incoming fourth year student now next year. Yes, okay. So um, uh, Jed has set the standard or the bar so high for you, Vince. Yeah. <laughs> we expect you to be <laughs> not just marching, but going up the stage to receive a medal next year. <laughs> um, receiving a medal is possible, but marching um, up to the stage, is, I think, is impossible. We have around 20,000 <laughs> students, I guess. 
So, as, I think it's impossible. <laughs> no, kaya mo yan. Kaya, and I mean, um, receiving a medal. Uh, yeah, yeah. Marching, malay, malay mo, everybody might be vaccinated by then. Hopefully, hopefully. You know, here, here's, hope, here's hoping. So, uh, Daniel is gonna throw the first question na throw talaga. So, you guys catch it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, Daniel's gonna throw the first question to uh, our two FOI Youth Ambassadors. So, okay. So, yung first question, light lang muna. So, I would like to ask uh, Vince first. So, what are your most, uh, what are you most grateful, grateful for in being a part of the FOI Youth Ambassadors Program? So, maybe as a leader, as a student, what are you most grateful for? Well, um, initially po, one of the best things that I've experienced in the FOI, um, one thing that I've been so grateful for until this very moment, is the mere fact that I had, uh, I had the opportunity to meet um, for my fellow student um, leaders all around the Philippines, especially the um, Luzon, Luzon leg. And also, you know, not only increasing or expanding my network, but also, you know, somehow an informal benchmarking of their events, their things, I can also adapt apart from the FOI itself. So, kumbaga, I, I brought home not only the concept of FOI, but also a lot of, you know, um, activities, events, even um, leadership styles and techniques that I can also implement, you know, down to the south. That's all, ma'am. How about you, Jed? Most grateful for that would have to be the chance to meet them again. Because the first time that I met them was in Pagaytay. I think if you remember me, Vince, we had the National Student Leaders Summit in Pagaytay at that center noon. And that was the first time that I met everyone. Uh, I met everybody, all the student leaders, student regents, student trustees. And it was a nice breath. I mean, it was a nice, fresh scene to see them again since we had so much fun in Tagaytay. And then to, to actually have the time again to spend with them, that was, that, was, that was the highlight of the event for me, to be able to build a relationship between everyone, student leaders and student publication editors, I think. Because that, that was the invitation for the FOI back then for student leaders student council presidents, and the student publication editors-in-chief, I think. So it was a nice opportunity to be with them again. That's it. Wow, okay. There, there's so much uh, that you can learn from the FOI Youth Ambassadors Program. No? But uh, you guys had a three-day camp before the pandemic. You guys were lucky enough to have that physically. Okay, now which part of the, that program stuck with you the most? Or which was your most favorite with the exception of meal time, okay. <laughs> yes, lunch, <laughs> dinner time, <laughs> yeah, snacks, yeah. With with the exception of that, so which was your which were or just one was your favorite part of that three day program? Uh, Jed, let's start with you. That would have to be the presentation of the Japanese Japanese embassy, because I think I asked I, I asked a question to the presenter from the Japanese embassy and. I also spoke in Japanese. That's why. So it, it really stuck. It really stuck with me. Yeah, I remember and it. <laughs> yeah, that that was a fun experience for me. Since yes, that was the best. Other than the meal time, so I had the opportunity <laughs> to to be proud that I know Japanese. And I had to find. I had to. I had the opportunity to ask questions about the uh, the Japanese culture. And I think they presented the thing, the their program for tourism. And that was also a part of the presentation for the Department of Tourism, I think. We had a video 
presentation also for that. And that was a nice time to showcase what we have in the Philippines and compare it to other cultures as well, especially the Japanese culture. How about you, Vince? Well, Jed had it, you know, way, way too serious. So I'll be responding. Like <laughs> so yeah, I, I remember the Japanese presentation and, you know, I'll be discussing, you know, the lighter side of things. So go ahead. Let's start with the unforgettable look first. I, you know, I dance on stage for the banana dance. I will never forget that. <laughs> but um, the, that one moment that struck me the most is the, um, the, the time when the group, um, the group members were actually planning what would be the name of the group and um, preparing a chant for the group because if I remembered it correctly, I was the um, I was the um, I was the main person involved in drafting the drawing and also the name. So we were called the Foisy Cat. If if you remember it, Jed and Mam Daniel, yeah, so we were the Foisy Cat. F O I S S Y and Cat. So I'm corny, <laughs> but you know it. It left a mark, especially sa amin po. Thank you so much. <laughs> okay, so he liked the he liked the group presentations and the presentation parts. Yeah. Okay, next question, Daniel. Yeah, I would like to share it with you, Miss Jada. Yung regarding sa Shiner ni Jed, because mm -hmm. we actually included in the program like some opportunities that we can share with the students. So in my case, I was a Genesis. I don't know if I'm a scholar fellow on uh, 2019 so what i did was i invited the japanese embassy to present their scholarship program programs in uh in the youth ambassador camp so that's what jed was uh sharing and for vince yeah uh actually um we grouped them like in tens and their uh, groups is uh groups are based uh from animals, like uh, Jed is part of the Quacky Ducky team and Vince was part of Poetikat. So yeah, so that's it. I'm just, uh, <laughs> I just, I'm just reminiscing because I had some fun in the camp too. So okay, so for the third question, so please share with us the plans that have been delivered so far, even during the pandemic, and how did that go? So did you experience any challenges, FY or non-FY related uh, projects? So I'll start with Vince again. Yes, Vince again. Okay. So go ahead. So basically, um, here in Bicol, we did not only experience for the pandemic, but of course, um, in the start of my interim term, um, we were struck with three consecutive typhoons. So it was a battle between an invisible enemy and also the effects of Typhoon Rolly, Ulysses, and yeah. um, the, the last one. So, you know, we, we faced extreme um, poverty in a sense, especially as a student council, um, because we had no funds at, um, on hand. We cannot access our bank account due to, you know, um, wow. restrictions. So what we did, you know, we told ourselves we cannot be, remain stagnant. We have, to, we have to do something. So um, in order to push through with our relief operations, because it was a month-long relief operations, so um, we had to utilize, you know, donation drives, connect with big people, with, uh, with our networks. And gladly, you know, I am really thankful to FOI because there are people that I met from the FOI summit, which really extended their help to us. Um, for example, uh, Mika from Tarlac State messaged me um, right away, Vince, how can we help? Um, can we give the So, you know, um, right now I feel so grateful that 
you know, FOI didn't only um, help us intellectually, but of course, um, it gave us people that will be helping us not only personally, but also our student councils and organizations. So gladly, that plan to help um, Bicolanos, um, you know, solidified, not only with, um, even though with that restrictions. And um, the biggest challenge, um, to end also, the biggest challenge is supporting our students in this flexible learning. Because as a state university in Bicol, um, there are students who are struggling indeed for, uh, for this flexible mode of learning. So we mm -hmm. need our support, but may it be via load cards, may it be via gadget assistance and the likes. So, so far, um, that, that, those are the plans that I would like to share um, here in, uh, which, which I have achieved um, during the term. Thank you so much. Very impressive. Thank you. How are you topping that, Jed? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> okay. okay there's, not, there's no competition, okay, okay. but uh, yeah, share okay, share your. Okay, um, I get it. Okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah. So the initial, the first project that I implemented as the student council president was the mental health and wellness break. That was during November, I think. So that that is being the, also the president of the Peer Facilitators Club in our university. So we we are advocates for mental health and wellness and when i when i heard that students were struggling from flexible learning and the the adjustment was too much for them so i requested the university president to hold a week-long mental health break for all university all students of the university and that was that was fun it it we we received feedbacks we had we had we even had articles written about written about our mental health break and it was a nice advocacy to support, considering that it is within the pandemic and considering that it is really hard for students to do the flexible learning as of the moment. And then the next one is the Project Load Support Services, we call it Project LSS, that gave mm -hmm. 300 pesos worth of load to all students enrolled in the university. So we held a registration for that. And then I think out of the 14,000, roughly around 14,000 uh, students of the university, I think 13,000 actually registered for that. So we had, wow. we funded 300 pesos worth of load to all 13, around 13,000 students of the university. So thankfully, when I presented that to the Board of Regents, they approved it, and then when I requested it again for the second term, the approved budget was 400 pesos for all students now. So we are still waiting for, we have initially uh, given the, the 600 from the first term and the second term to all students now, and now we are waiting for the other parts of the delivery so that they can get the whole 700 pesos within the, within the time frame also. So... Also, the next project is Project FLAP, which is Flexible Learning Assistance Program. So we procured 100 laptops and pocket Wi-Fi to be given to deserving students. So we had, we had over 200 applicants for that. And we are in the process of selecting and distributing these laptops. But it is really hard to also distribute these things. They have to come to the university in fifth form to actually receive it. So it's pretty hard considering that safety is our priority and considering also that the locality is experiencing a surge uh, a surge of, of a number of cases in the locality so we are still finding the best time when to deliver or give these laptops and pocket wi-fi to these 100 students also we procured 
flash drives for all students enrolled for this term also. But again, because of the pandemic, we still have not distributed all of it. Because the first day that we decided to call for these students, madami po. Madaming pumunta. So, talagang nahirapan kami to control the crowd. So, when, when the university physician saw that the situation during that day, he suggested to halt muna, to halt the distribution muna so that we can, we can recalibrate our strategy regarding the distribution as well. Yes, medyo, medyo substantial po siya kasi we had the wellness break on the first term and then this second term, we had two wellness breaks actually. And then we, we, ano po yan? we made events regarding art recreations. Maybe if you saw, you saw posts regarding our art recreations, though, so students had to recreate paintings and classical art. And I think wow. we had more than 10,000 shares and it was trending on Facebook. And we're really proud of that to spread that positivity, that kind of positivity, that kind of fun within the pandemic. And it's really, and it did not limit only to university, to our university, but it extended to all members of society, I hope. So those are the projects that are, that have been implemented and are still in the process of implementing. That is so wow. impressive, Jed. I'd have wow. to say, okay, Vince, you have one more year. Okay. <laughs> no pressure, no pressure. You had no more pressure. time. You had yeah, more yeah, yeah. time. <laughs> no, but you've got, uh, you got more time now. You know, you got one more year yeah. left. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. Uh, to be as impressive as, as Jed. But, you know, you're both impressive in the sense that I... I your, your resilience is admirable because uh, even during the pandemic when everybody's not just not just system equipment and everybody's yeah. heads and hearts are you know going down on a downslide you guys were able to hold the fort and be resilient now I know now Jed's um, future plans because it's, it's it's a matter of dissemination mm. right for <laughs> for all the things that you were able to get right for 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 the students and for the community in general so my question is for uh for vince what are now that you know you were able to execute your plans your programs during the pandemic what is there in the future what what are the the other plans that you have Okay. Well, for the record, what I mentioned were two of all the projects we did actually. So I was, bow it. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I just had to. No, no, no. Anyway, no, no, it's okay. No, yeah. anyway, so, um, basically, I didn't run again for my second term in the student council. So mm -hmm. what I did, um, because it's really my dream to you know be a founder of an organization in the university. So what I did now is to start an organization. Which, since I am an events host, a freelancer, and you know I love. Um, seeing um, um, students who, you know, fear public speaking and debates and, and the likes um, transform or transcend into people who would really, you know, admire and fall in love with the craft. So um, just to share my next plan, a plan of action, is um, I would like to completely, you know, have this organization accredited in the university. So I actually, um, you know, finished all technical requirements and such. And um, sharing the vision and mission of this organization, the Bicol University Hosting Guild, it is really my dream and, you know, we can transform it into a plan that um, students of Bicol University will see hosting not just a, a skill or a talent, um, a rare skill or talent. In, instead, it's a special skill that anyone and everyone can possess because 
um, it's not. It came from a struggle as an organizer, seeing that you know it's difficult to see people um, who could really host, who could invite, and later on transforming into um, as a student leader, wherein you can see that there is that that lacking um, component in a society where you can um, you can see anyone and and you mean everyone who could you know talk in front and not only for events purposes but also inspire people via the craft itself. So, I would limit my my plan there. Baka nakikinig sa akin yung mga possible kung mga, baka <laughs> aking next plan. So, I would limit it to my organization. Plug na rin sa mga possible members ng organization. As of now, I think I have um, over 100 members po for this newly um, conceived organization in, in, oh, in Bicol University. So, you know, what I did, yung mga, mga student leaders who, who wouldn't like to run again for office, I would grab them, sige, mag-officer na kayo dito. Let's form this new organization for Bicol University. So, you know, I, ho- I really pray, I hope and pray that this becomes successful because um, I just don't want to be a founder um, by name, but of course, a founder which will, you know, do good for the students of BU. Okay, thank you so that's much. Really, that's, really, that's really nice, Vince, because um, what... If you're going to be a, an FOI Youth Ambassador, you really need to be a good speaker and to be able to communicate and reach out and connect with everybody out there so that you know, information dissemination will be not just, uh, not just have a vast reach, but it also has to be very clear, yes. you know, short and sweet most of the time. Yes. You don't need to use so many words. So yeah, that's one thing that... that your organization can can do for your community in Bicol. Yay! Yes. All right. So, um, yeah, of course, you know, we want to talk to you so much more because there's so much more to discuss. You know what, Siguro, Daniel, in the next season, uh, let's ask for more airtime. But, uh, Daniel, I will uh, ask you to jump to question number seven because that is very... I want to hear their answers for, for that particular question because... Uh, I'm interested as to how they are going to navigate that question. So, okay. <laughs> so, this is a serious question. <laughs> serious mm-hmm. talaga. Okay. So I, will, I will ask you to, um, as an FY ambassador, as an FY youth ambassador, how do you see the importance of institutionalizing FOI in the academe? So, even, for example, Jed is already graduating. I would still like to know how he sees the importance of FOI in the campus. So let's start with you, Jen. Okay. So freedom of information in the academe as an institution, that I think it's pretty important because also I failed to mention that we, we will be installing our online enrollment and learning management system in the university. So that is also one of the projects that I tried to implement during my term, but because of time constraints, parang hindi po kayo within the term. So gusto ko sana na, na noong second term, sana para ma-experience ko rin kasi ako yung nagpa-approve pero hindi ko naman pala ma-experience mag, mag, magamit yung online enro- enrollment system namin. But I think that is important because it gives the institution the ability to be more public and be more transparent when it comes to what they're doing, what they plan to do. And of course, Information is something that is very vital in society today. Talagang importante yung importante importante yung yung information ngayon eh. relevant and true information. And I think if an if an academic institution is is 
a freedom of information accredited, which I tried. Na na present ko na din po. I've I've I presented the the proposal din po to the university president, and I think they are they are they intend to to be accredited and <clears throat> be part of the FOI also. So those those points are what it means for academic institution to have uh, to have the FOI. Very FOI nice. FOI is really about transparency, especially if you see transparency. If you if the university is transparent, then um, students and even faculties will, you know, can just request information efficiently. Mm-hmm. And faculties, if they have okay. any concerns, they can just go to the offices, especially if the information is made public. So, yeah. So, it's kind of my follow through, no? Even if you're yes, graduate, after you've graduated, yeah, um, even if Jed has graduated and and passed the baton to the next uh, student council president, my follow through, right? It's continuous training. So, that's what we envision naman, for the training to be continuous. So, yes. So, we'll hear from Vince. I would like to respond based on a, a practical situation in Bicol University. Um, when students do not see or students do not understand something, they would complain. When students do not understand um, what administrators or what the university would, um, would impose or would give, um, students would, you know, um, um, present their clamor on social media and would make noise. And mm-hmm. this is where FOI would deeply and greatly benefit um, the academe. Um, not only for academic purposes, wherein um, because of the freedom of information, students can access data for research purposes, for their theses, for their, um, for their academic um, workloads. But then again, um, going back to the very essence of governance, and it's, it's um, not only for integrity, but also more importantly, um, transparency. Because again, what, they, what we see um, would really make us understand um, our next steps. So that would help not only the student leaders, not only the students of Bicol University, but later on, um, even the administrators. Because, you know, offices can easily access documents of other offices. And later on, not only more on be- benchmarking, but of course, for, you know, for giving feedback. That's really important. Because, you know, in Bicol University, speaking not only, um, well, in general, as a, in, in academe, having FO, FOI institutionalized would, would really make it um, more peaceful. Because, why did I say it would be become more peaceful? Because um, it would actually channel in better communication. Because everything is there. Everything is present. Everything can be seen, can be read, and everything can be scrutinized. And that's really important, especially in a democracy. So that would be all, ma'am. Thank you so much. <laughs> you know what, Vince? You still, you, you're lucky because you're going to be there for one more year. So whoever comes next... Yes. You, you can definitely guide them and give them pieces of advice and you can, you know, you can lead them to the FOI Youth Ambassadors Program. Yes. And Ms. Jada, I really agree with what Vince said that, um, like, if you can, if you don't know something, you won't be able, you, you won't be able to understand it. If you don't know it fully, you can't really do anything about it and mm-hmm. you can't criticize it properly because as a, I was a student and True. I had the same experience like I didn't know what's happening with the administration and what whatever information was transferred to me I I believe in it so so I really uh, agree with what Vince said about mm-hmm. transparency 
know first the facts before you react. Yeah. Well, the youth. It well, actually, not just today's youth, but you know, we we were we were all young ones, and everybody's everybody went through that. You react right away without even knowing the facts. You just know one line, and then right now, what the school? Yeah. yeah. What the young ones do? They go to social media, right? So if if we institutionalize, or if we if we put it in the academe, they will have to take a pause, right? And find out for themselves everything that they need to know before they go on social media, or if they even have to go to social media to react violently towards a certain information. It will also teach students how to be uh, responsible handlers of information because once that information is transferred to you, you should be a responsible. Uh, like repository of that information. So it's your responsibility on how you will share it, if you will share it with additional information that is tainted. So yeah, FYI will also teach students like uh, Vince and Jed how to be responsible um, information handlers. Thank you so much, guys. You know what? This is, uh, we're, we're already on our third episode, but second episode with uh, youth ambassadors, right, Daniel? Yes, and this is um, making me feel. This is making me feel like I was an inefficient student. <laughs> like I did not do anything when I was in school. But also at the same time, this is very inspiring. Like it, it gives it gives me so much hope for for our future, for our future generations. Thank, uh, thank you so much, guys. But before we go, I would like to say congratulations once again to Jed for graduating, for being yes. able to march. And for being able to go up the stage to do his inspirational speech and, of course, to receive his medal. So in that effect, Jed, shout out. Because I know you have relatives uh, from across the world. <laughs> and, of course, since this is an online show, you know, you can, they, can, they can definitely see you, watch you. Well, thank you, ma'am. Thank you. <laughs> Go ahead, say uh, shout out and um, whatever it is that you want to say. <laughs> okay, I okay, mom. First of all, don't cry if you if you hear this message. If you see this video, <laughs> don't cry, please. Because she has a re really low threshold for crying for her emotions. So, thank you so much for your support, even without even even without you being physically here with me. I've always felt your love. I've always felt your support, and your your. You're an inspiration to me. You're, you, mom, dad, and my sister, Noveen, you, you make me sane in this pandemic right now. And you, your presence in my life and to my future endeavors will always be something that I always appreciate. And you will always be my inspiration. Thank you so much. I love you. I miss you so much. Bye. Aw, thank you so much, Jed. And <laughs> thank, you, of course... thank you for the opportunity. Yes, and congratulations once again. And you, how about you, Vince? Shout out to uh, you know your friends there in Bicol, your family. Okay, thank you, thank you for the opportunity. Um, anyway, I would like to say hi and hello to everyone, um, the Vivar, the various, the Vindino families, and also my relatives in Manila and all around the world also. So if you're watching this, you know I hope um, um, you're not disappointed with me. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, you know. 
they've my family, especially in Bicol, they've witnessed this, all the stresses that I've experienced all, during the pandemic. And you know, they were the driving forces that pushed me to that run. <laughs> but you know, if I wouldn't wouldn't have listened to you anyway if you pushed it. So it's a it's a personal choice. So don't feel good about yourselves, my dear family. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I'm really thankful that you've been there since since day one, and you know, love you all so much. That would be all. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much, uh, Vince Uragon. Yes, Uragon. Yeah, Uragon. Yeah. Um, I was telling Daniel a while ago. My 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 dad's from Bicol, oh. and my mom's from Isabela, so I know Ilocano. And I well, no, not no, <laughs> but I can understand a bit of Ilocano and a bit of Bicolano. So Daniel, any um anything that you need to promote from the FOI Youth Ambassador once again? From, uh, from the FOI Youth Ambassadors Program. Yes, once again. So this message <laughs> is for, uh, well, this message, message is for FOI Youth Ambassadors. So whatever concern that you have, whatever there is anything that you um, help for, so please message us or please share it in our page because we'd, we'll be very lucky to help. And it's also a way for you to connect with other ambassadors as well. So yes, please message us. And I'm open for direct messages. So please tell me whatever that we can help you with. So And I'm very proud of you too. I'm cheering on Vince. I know he can make it. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, of course. Yeah. Slide into the DMs of Daniel. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much, Jed. Thank you so much, Vin. Thank it's you been both. a wonderful, you. wonderful, uh, you know, evening of conversation with the both of you. And Daniel, I will see you in the next episode. Yes, I will see you. <laughs> All right. There you go, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Thank you so much for joining us in this episode of Young Ones Season 2. Don't forget, we are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, Young Ones PH, Young Ones Philippines. And of course, always tune in to 875 Republica FM1. The Radio Republic of the Youth, Republica FM1, brings you Young Ones Season 2 in partnership with Freedom of Information Philippines and the FOI Youth Ambassadors Program. Young Ones. Wednesday nights only on Republicast on Republica FM1 Facebook page, Spotify, and YouTube.